0: Greatest Blue Jackets theme podcast of all time. My name is Kevin. Joining me is Hefty Duck, who is the greatest duck of all time. Are you ready? It is time to talk about our favorite team, the Columbus Blue Jackets, our beloved team, and Union Blue. CBJ, CBJ,
1: CBJ, CPJ!
0: Wow!
1: Hell yeah, dude. So. This is something cool to start off. There's something funny. Uh, talking to you a little bit about this before the episode, so I was at some friends uh, this weekend uh, while some other friends were in from out of town uh, there as well. And we, you know, we were around Columbus area and we went to like Top Golf and whatever that was fun. I pulled layers. We went to Star Lanes, a bowling alley there, and like they actually had like blue jackets things there like it's a display case in the front so like right when you walk in and they had other people than just the blue jackets i don't know who because i didn't look i don't care i saw the blue jackets and i just was stuck on it they had like bowling pins signed by them they had like uh some other things signed by them too photographs it's just cool it's cool to see man i i really enjoy being down around columbus i like the area just without the hockey but then the just like seeing things like that like around town that's just so cool to me. Like, I you know, I I don't get that up here, you know. And if I went to a different city, like let's say I went to Cleveland and I saw some like brown stuff, it doesn't mean the same thing to me as the jacket stuff does. You know? So, just really neat, uh, really cool time. Great weekend. I'm super tired. Uh, how was your weekend, man? I didn't even get to ask.
0: Well, uh, go sure, go sure. works. Yeah, so uh, first off, I have to throw this out there. This is your reminder that Adam Van Tilbury is with the Thomas Blue
1: Jackets. Go
0: Hype, 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 hype,
1: He's really there live in but, person. You
0: know, but, okay, okay. You know, you know, Sunday, 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 shena- you know, super hyped, you know, exaggeration shenanigans aside, exaggerations. Putting that aside. Um, you know, my weekend was good. I was in Wisconsin. I saw my family and friends. I was there for my cousin's gra- cousin's graduation party. And, um, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it.
1: I, and, I remember you saying something about that. That's cool. They have good food yeah. at the graduation party.
0: Uh, I, I didn't eat it, but it's not because I w- didn't want to. There's a, re- it's not on purpose. There's a reason behind it is because, um, so, uh, like
1: health issues or something.
0: Oh no no no! Oh okay, is so we're in the hotel. I'm hanging out in the hotel in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and my 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 dad calls and he's like, "Oh, your brother's gonna take you out to lunch because they were Ooh. doing some, they were doing some stuff and they just couldn't do." Okay, fine, whatever. I would have been fine just totally staying in the hotel to the graduation party, but you know yeah. what? Um, and then my brother tells me that like, oh, his well, one of his daughters wanted pizza for lunch, and he mm. just and he just pulls out the phone. Okay, where that he because yeah, we don't live in Wisconsin, we don't know right. Okay,
1: That's so He
0: pulls out the phone yeah. and looks up pizza, and he says, "There's a Donatos here."
1: Wait, Donatos has chains. What? Isn't that there- and, and pizzas
0: and. and He's like, no, that can't be right. There's a Denado's. And sure enough, he looked up. There is. It's inside a Red Robin in in, in Wisconsin. So that's why my my brother wanted, you know, brother wanted to take me there. And so we went there. And sure enough, you're in the Red Robin and you can order Denado's off the menu. And I had a lot of pizza, you know. I had a little, you know. I remember I had some cauliflower crust pizza that was really good. And then yeah. I had some of my, my niece just ordered regular pizza and I had that. And it was just, it tasted good, but it was just a lot. So then like when I get to the party and I, like, you know, everyone's, like, oh, it's time to eat. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> Lord, on
1: it. nope no,
0: nope. Gotcha. <laughs> it's not it.
1: Not <laughs> oh, it. hey man, that's all right. So, I mean, that's, so, that's cool though.
0: So I'm just throwing this out there, Aunt Karen. It's not because you had barbecue catered and that looked fucking good, but it's, it, it's not, it's not because I didn't want to do it. It's because, uh, Kevin just had too much Donato's that taste. So yeah, he I just, didn't, I didn't it. uh, but then, no, it was, it was good. a good time in Wisconsin. And, uh, again, it's just a reminder. I just want to throw this one out there and I will keep throwing, throwing this one out there.
1: What? Tell me. I'm curious.
0: The blue jackets have Adam Vantelli. No fucking shit. Let's go. Dude. Hello there, Sean. How are you? What's good sir.
1: Good, man, man. Hello For audio listeners out there. We just got a comment from the one only Sean Butcher, one of uh one of our regular commenters here. And over at the Hockey Podcast Network, our uh here at the Blue Jackets, that's our partner. And if any of you were able to see uh last uh Oh, uh, what was it? It was during the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So during the draft, this was Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> don't throw it too hard, Kevin. <laughs> That's what Matt says. Yeah, unfortunately Matt's unable to make it tonight. Uh he he is stuck at work until oh, after the uh, podcast. Yeah. So we well, will something. see him.
0: Well, well I'm not going to throw it too hard, Matt. You don't have to worry about that.
1: <laughs> no, throw but this out there. <clears throat> but
0: um Develop the of course the Blue Jackets just had their development camp. They finished that up yeah. today. They, you know, you're watching the highlights on Twitter. Looks pretty damn good. You know, obviously, most people were there for Adam Fantilli, which is totally understandable. Admittedly speaking, if you know I lived close to Columbus, I would have been gone there. And yes, I would have been there for Adam Fantilli. but you know, uh,
1: yeah. but
0: you know, he looked pretty damn good, got a hat trick, um, look pretty in the development camp. But you know, other other players look good as well, and this is really their first audition. Of showing us what you got, yeah. showing us what you got, and then so and
1: especially in a new setting with new new teammates and everything. Yeah. Well, new teammates for some, yeah. So there's three prospects that have connections to the Youngstown Phantoms, um, and then well, while not teammates, actually they were opponents. Uh, was it uh, Jordan Dumai and James uh, Malatesta? They were uh one was on the Ramparts and one was on um the uh it the Mississauga Steelheads that's a totally different team. Yeah. Who was uh that's Mooseheads. Different. Yeah, uh, Halifax Mooseheads. Um so Jordan Demois was on the Mooseheads and Malatesta. and I, I read an article out there by I believe jess Svoboda, um the wonderful Jackets insider who who's my favorite. Um by far. Uh well maybe not by far. I like uh there's yeah. some others I like, but anyway, I won't get Bye. into judging them too hard here. But yeah, he he said something about how they were like there's a friendship between them, and you know, uh, uh, you know, they were opponents, but they are friends. Now, right. I think that's pretty cool. And
0: of course, they took them on a lot of fun activities. They took them to the crew game, a bowling alley, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff for for the week. So that was great to see that the Blue Jackets did that.
1: I wonder them. what bowling alley.
0: Dang, I'm gonna have to, Maybe
1: I'm gonna have to go look yeah. in that because maybe, maybe some of that, that merch up. was like brand new,
0: and I have to look that up. But uh, oh, I'll figure it later, I'll look it up later. That's and cool. of course, uh, Mike Babcock news, it's now official, hey, it's we, official. You know, last week, the big news about that was though they were going to announce it this past Saturday, so and they did, they had the press conference this past Saturday,
1: it was like technical difficulties,
0: and but you know, they figured it out. And then, uh, but um, I don't know about you, Hefty Duck, but the point, the big point for me that I saw on that is that you understand why Mike Babcock wanted to come here is that he basically said that he has a close relationship with the Armon J.D., and he just remembers all the fun times that he had in Columbus, whether that be working As a scout coaching against the Blue Jackets and just all those. He has a farm in the Cincinnati area. So, yeah, well, he has that. So it's like you all this stuff together. And it's like it just made
1: sense. Did you know that in here? Let me check. uh, Let me fact check this real quick. Did you know that from the year 2000 through two seasons in the AHL, Mike Babcock coached the Cincinnati Mighty Ducks, an Mm -hmm. AHL team? Uh, So he spent two years here, at at least two years here in in Ohio, um, you know, coaching them, um, which I just thought was just something cool. It's like a whole roundabout thing. And then, of course, he was in Detroit forever, you know, in in Toronto, which are both towns that aren't very far from Ohio, towns, cities, whatever. Um, So over the past few years, when he's not been coaching the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, Mike Babcock has volunteered at the University of Vermont, um, then he also, uh, for, as a senior advisor. And then he, he, so his, his, uh, son, I believe, uh, went to the University of Saskatchewan and he, uh, was then the head coach of their hockey team there. Um, that's so, uh, it was a volunteer position as far as I'm aware. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, so there's something really special about my, Mike Babcock, um, did you know, you, you probably did, uh, probably <laughs> uh, he's the only coach in history of hockey to have a world juniors championship, have won a world juniors champion, won a world championship, so like the double HF, also won a hockey world cup, also has an Olympic gold medal, and also The final piece there is the stones. He has a Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. He's the only hockey coach to to have all of those. A lot, a lot have a couple of those, but that to me is what 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 that tells to me, especially like with the World Juniors. You know, is is his ability to to coach young people, Mm -hmm. um, and also his ability to be flexible. So I mentioned he volunteered at two universities. I was reading this once again, a Blue Jackets article. Um, he So to me, Babcock is saying the right things. So I, I'm assuming at this point, because people have asked him point blank about like, oh, well, some people were afraid you were toxic, blah, blah, blah that he's well aware of what people think in certain regards sometimes. Um, So uh, he said that during his time at the universities, so when you're in the hockey world, there's hockey experts around you. But he said at a university, there's so many experts in other fields. So like he was able to maybe like learn how to communicate. He said this exactly. He learned how to communicate better with people, which is good. Uh, especially for a future hockey team, the Blue Jackets. Um, and, uh, and was just able to be around other experts so he could just like learn and grow. And um, as someone who's, he's like 60 years old, I think that's really good. Um, and even the way he's talking with the media is just seems so different than what I've seen him before. And um, it, it feels knowledgeable. I don't know. Like I, there were times where Brad Larson, we said it in podcasts before, where he would just come out and be like, "Well, the answer's in that room somewhere. We just gotta find it," or and like, I, "Oh, we could have played better tonight. We should, we, we should have done better." And it's just like, dude, it's not cutting it. Yeah. Like, tell like, us. Be like, hey, I'm specifically working. I, I don't know. Just like, give us a crumb. I would. So we know you're putting the hard work
0: and i would say and i understand what you're getting at in terms of larson i would say just a slight disagreement i think there is some truth to what he was saying but the point being is that when you use that let's say for like the fifth time then you're like okay now let's settle down on that
1: it's
0: it's, it's okay to say it like first one or two times and then because there, there is some truth to that. Because as a coach, yeah. you can only do so much that, like, at some point, it's in the room, the players have to do something. But then when you keep saying that over and over and over and over again, you're like, ah, I'm not so sure about that one. Yeah. That has to be something else. Uh-huh. And Mike, that's the thing they said my, with Mike Babcock in the press conference that I really liked is that he's basically that, you know, there's some stuff that you can do. In today's world that you did that I did years ago and there's some stuff that you can't do anymore and it's- he
1: said things that he didn't know not to do too yeah
0: right so it's about change, you know, changing changing it's like keeping all the stuff that you could do in the past and using it now but you but not doing the stuff that you can't do that you could do back then but you can't do now and just putting those two things together and it's yeah. a similar story about when the Blue Jackets got uh John Tortorella.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what it sounds
0: like, yeah. It's because that he had a job. He was coaching for, for years, and then he got a job at NHL Network. He was doing that, and then he got a job with the Blue Jackets. And basically, it's a similar story. It's like he learned that, okay, you can't always do some of the stuff that you can do. And you take what you learned from the past, all that good stuff, and you – bring it to now, but you, he did change his coaching style just a little bit. Yeah. Perfect example is that years ago, he's probably a little bit harder on guys like Cam Atkinson or Artemi Panera guys that you know, that aren't the greatest defensively, but you know what he said along those lines is paraphrasing here is basically, mm-hmm. it's like, all I ask is that they try. I know that they're not the greatest defensively, but all I ask is is they try. That's it. I'm not gonna try and change their game and try to get them to play a certain way that they're not. All I'm asking is that you try both offensively and defensively. And based off of the comments of what Mike Babcock has said, it, it sounds like he has a similar you know, story of like John Tortorell is that he's gonna learn from what he's done and be better. Because he's like his daughter's like it's not what you say, it's how you say it.
1: Well, yes, I'm interested
0: to see how this goes. Part of it, because it's all the results, right? And it just sounds like this is what the Blue Jackets need because they need a guy that's kind of like towards the hard ass that's not going to put up with your bullshit. They're going to have that certain standard that you have to play. Yeah. But he's going to be you know a little more teacher it, a guy that can help develop talent, and that's what the Blue Jackets
1: I need. Can see him being hard, but also nowadays being more fair. I would assume there are some things right. that I've sort of heard that didn't seem really that fair, but I get the generation he came from. I mean, he start he played. Um, from 1979 um, at least like in the SJHL and, and some lower leagues to like 1987, he started coaching in 1988. So there's just some things you could say. And yeah, you're absolutely right. And what you said, I'm being redundant here, but there's absolutely things in the eighties you can say and do. You can't say and do now. Mm-hmm. You just, that's what will get you fired. Um, which is what happened. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I personally, I've, been fired from a job before, so I, I don't hold that against him um, at all with the whole um, Toronto Maple Leafs thing. It's not like they've done – like they made it past the first round finally, right, but it's not like they've like won a cup without him. So, yeah. um,
0: But he yeah. helped – but he – but his – he helped lit, built, laid the seeds that eventually led to Toronto doing that because a lot of those guys he helped develop were like Matthews and Marner and Nylander and a bunch of those other guys that they yeah. have currently on their team – he helped develop that to get them to that point to where they're, they're good now. And they eventually did get that first ever, you know, playoff series win in almost yeah. the first ever playoff series win in almost 20 years. So, and then, you know, you look at what he did with the Red Wings, like Zetterberg and all a bunch of those guys, he helped develop those guys as well. So it's like, yeah.
1: look he was them. there a long time too. He was so. there
0: A long time too. It's so like, that's thinking Minor. about it, thinking about it now. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want for the Blue Jackets. I want someone that's going to be a hard ass on them, but also going to develop the talent.
1: Yeah. I mean, and we don't know what goes on behind closed doors all the time, but that is one thing. And and the reason that I, I feel like I'm judging him harshly is because we have something to compare it against now. Um, and that's what I felt like Larson just maybe wasn't like, tough enough on them maybe mm-hmm. and he seemed like a player's coach which is both good and but like you can be a kind of a player's coach but you also have to have discipline nice. and i just felt like it yeah. lacked discipline but also the people who were disciplined were always getting hurt so it's really hard to just like say that like it it's 100 percent his fault it's really it's yeah. a calm it's a It's a coagulation, if you will, of several different things.
0: And and I've said this. And
1: just didn't help it. And I've said this
0: on the show before is that I will always wonder about this for the rest of my life is that how would have this season gone under normal circumstances if there was no injuries and all this other garbage that got in the way is, you know, how would have that had gone? My suspicion it probably would have been similar to what the two thousand twenty one two thousand twenty two season was, whereas you don't make the playoffs, but you are a competitive team, kind of pain in the ass, and and if that did happen, what happens with Brad Larson? Do you give him that another chance? And okay, well, we're on a trajectory keeps going maybe up, 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 up. But we don't know that because all this other stuff happened and the Blue Jackets were just probably just so off-put by what happened just that entire season and they just felt the need, you know, to make the change. Yeah. And that's the thing I'll always wonder about is what would happen if there was no injuries and everything. And maybe Brad Larson's still here, maybe not. But yeah. we just don't, we just don't it, know.
1: It's very possible because, like, there we're, we're definitely – quite a few changes in his tenure um that were made and that you know like you mentioned well, what season did you reference did you reference 15 uh, for what what you just said a little bit ago oh
0: 2021 2022
1: 2021. like oh right right um a season where basically like you
0: don't make the playoffs but you're really competitive for most of the season and you're kind of a pain in the ass to play against and you eventually do get knocked out of not of m- yeah. being able to make the playoffs. But, you know, it's kind of competitive and kind of pain in the ass to play against you. are better than what people think you are. A lot of t- talent did get developed that year as well. Yeah, um, Cole, Cole Silva uh, was really good. So it's like that's what it's trying to get. the pro- my opinion, if all these other injuries and stuff didn't happen, a similar season like that probably would have happened.
1: Yeah. Because uh, it's not yeah. like they were like trying to lose. It's not like they like with. It's not like they just traded right away like all the guys that did a couple of years yeah. ago. You know when Savard, uh, Atkinson, yeah. Fellino, uh, Jones, Jones, when they all just got like traded or signed somewhere else. Yeah. And whatnot. Um. So I, I, yeah, it's always going to be a question in the back of my mind, like, what if? Uh, what if, what if, and uh, that's a hard one to, to, to even know. Um, you know, but the thing also is, well, and like, I don't know, last year was kind of the year, the season before last was also a little bit different in that, um, we didn't have a lot of those pieces. So I felt like I, I was reserving my judgment on Larson until after this season, but then even still, it was not normal circumstances. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's the, it's the way she goes, um, way she freaking goes boys. So yeah, personally, um, I'm excited to see if, um, you know, as the title here suggests, will it work? Um, it's a question that still stands. We don't know yet. Obviously it's not October, but I'm really curious to watch, uh, how they develop over the summer. And, uh, I cannot wait to see
0: and I just can't uh, wait to see it dude. Two and listen, a two year deal it's just perfect because it gives it you it sucks
1: just boot them, right? You know? you know.
0: it gives you a chance if it doesn't work out after the two years, you can get rid of them. If it does work after the two years, you can give them the contract another contract extension if 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 you if you want. <laughs> even if it even if it does work out.
1: Matt says the answers are in that room. Is the reasoning got fired? We were yeah, we were just talking about that earlier, dude. Right, right. That's
0: you know, it didn't even help. The,
1: there were other reasons.
0: There, there were other there. reasons, but yeah, you're right. Other reasons. But he, let's say even after the two years, it does work out. It does work out. But even then, maybe you don't. After two years, maybe you don't want him, and you want someone else. And so the yeah. it gives you a lot of flexibility and options of what you can do. After these two years, compared to, you know, giving him like an eight year contract,
1: what, you know, Toronto did. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and, and one good thing, then, too, is we talked about how, like, uh, we talked about Pascal Vincent, like, possibly stepping up in that position. And then we're like, well, and then he got interviewed, I think, by like Calgary, um, the Calgary Flames. Um, and, uh, you know, he's not working for them he's exactly. still an assistant coach currently for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean there's there's time in the summer like feasibly he could just like up and get a better job offer better or whatever I don't know. Um but then even still um we have him as like the assistant coach, you know, associate coach technically. Um and uh yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that because like there's the fallback that we can use but not only that he's also there now helping and i like pascal benson a lot i think when i when we saw him coach those couple games this last season like it was it felt like a, a different blue jackets a little bit even with the guys he he had even with the injuries and everything it just felt like um a little less anxious i don't know how to describe it like the like like you know, the more you lose uh, in a game, the m- personally anyway. But like, the more I get down on myself, and so like, you gotta bring out of that bring yourself out of that at some point somehow. And if you're not winning, how do you do that? You do that with you know, um, that's where the like, the coach really comes in and in, in, in mentality. Um, one, another thing that Babcock said that he 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 you know really uh, was learning about was you know how to how to treat uh, players and their mentality, how to deal with the mentality. Because, right. you know, way back in the day, it was just like, suck it up. Suck it up, pussy. Yeah. You know, that's it. That yeah. was back in the day, man. I mean, even when I was, like, young, young, like, in the, like, late 90s, mid 90s, that's kind of how coaches were then. And I was a kid, like. Yeah. So. I and, and and I I've I just had you know, bring up Pascal Vincent. It was a
0: two-game st- Two, two games are so kind of a small sample size but right. there were some good things about it but I, I you know I, you brought that up and I was thinking about this when you were talking which is it may have been just part of it is like kind of like a motivation it's like okay hey Brad Larson isn't here you know what
1: let's well, win let's, one for him.
0: we're rooting for him let when he let's win these games so that we for, not only for Pascal Vincent, but like when he comes back to show that you know yeah. we were still playing hard and everything, even if he wasn't doing
1: because he wasn't away on vacation. No, he there was family things that I, were unfortunate. I believe someone may have yeah. passed away. I'm not sure if they did. They ever say exactly? That's fine. I don't need to know. It's private. It's family stuff. It was important. So you know, I don't blame him for that at all. But anyway, yes, small sample size, correct? But um, you know, I. We also saw him in the in the preseason though. Yeah. Um in you know, the preseason games, which we'll probably see him again this year. I'm excited for that. Actually, wait, did did they ever have Trent Vogelhuber come down and do the process like the pre-season? I think he, he I don't just
0: don't oh because the monsters were fighting for a playoff spot towards the end of the season.
1: So just No, I meant like preseason. Oh preseason? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember or not. They they bring up like all the prospects. <laughs> for preseason games you have to like a certain number of nhl players um like regular nhl players but you can bring up like all your prospects then you know so right. anyway hey uh, it is about halfway through the, uh, the show right now so i am going to do our usual lovely ad read so i'm going to do this little graphic here for anyone who's an audio listener it's going to have some cool sound effects with it too and you'll hear me do our ad after it see ya in a second New customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just five dollars to score 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler, Massachusetts call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling helpline ma.org in New York call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsible in partnership with Hollywood Casinos at Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org one plus most eligible states, but age varied by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50, $10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions. Apply terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash baseball terms. So, um that's that yeah Dude, it helps us it helps out uh, the hockey podcast network which in turns helps us out a lot uh you know we uh we definitely uh have really enjoyed our uh, partnership with the hockey podcast network this last year um it's been an interesting ride it's really cool meeting others who are part of the network too like you know we met uh i met neil from the devil state of mind podcast not too long ago um i met um you know, I've met uh, Kyle. Uh, he does, like, a, I think a Calgary Flames podcast. I wish I had the name of that one. Uh, and then Dylan as well. He does, like, a Vancouver Canucks podcast or something. So. Yeah, you've
0: been, you, know, you mentioned, you know, the whole, you know, the, the betting thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. Oh, of course, yeah. Dude. You know, of course, it's baseball season. So, you know, for all you people out there, especially you Ohio people, you know, bet on some Reds games, you know. Bet on some Reds games. Do
1: it. Do it now. Use code THPN for that. Bet on some guards games too. Yeah, they, yeah, they won a game the other night, fourteen to one. Do it. Just you know, just do it. Um, another night. And
0: here's a little teaser for you know. Stick around to the end of the show. Is I'm gonna show, you're gonna see a video from the from the March that I've done. So, but it's not that's happening awesome. till the end of the show. So awesome.
1: Well, hey, that's cool. So
0: stay um, stay tuned for that
1: marches are pretty cool uh i i should be able um should be able to commit to being there next year i'm i'm excited for it so yes um so we were talking about coaches 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 let's stay along that same vein let's talk about someone different now um and that is uh nicholas backstrom so this is the goaltender nicholas backstrom not the one i think that's currently playing (laughs) for the capitals caps that's right i knew it was Um, one of the teams with the red jersey somewhere so um you know very interesting nicholas backstrom um was uh last played in 2019 in tapara tapara uh finland liga or was he coaching that 2019
0: know. is when he started fin with staff. the blue jackets
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. 2019. Yeah, yeah. He was, so I think he actually played at the time, too. This is what it seems like. Um, so this is like uh, team regular season plus postseason ba- basic stats. Um, and it appears that in 2019 in Tapper, I hit a .921 save percentage. So that's incredible. That's huge. That's We need, we need exactly that. I mean, lo- it, looking here. His save percentage was only under 900, like, three, four, five times out of, like, three, like, 40 different teams and seasons. So, excellent. I'm excited for him. A fantastic goalkeeper or goaltender, I guess I could say. Um, and, I, uh, yeah, he had been working in 2019 over in Europe then for um, – the Blue Jackets helping develop some European players. Um, so that's – I'm excited. Um, you know, I saw some uh, – you know, there were some articles after the draft party where, like, uh, you know, Elvis Merzlikens was there, and he was talking about how, like, uh, you know, he, he feels like he owes it to the fan or the team owes it to the fans um, to do better this year and how, how much he's looking forward to, it, how hard he's been working. I mean, he there's a reason he's still in the States. A lot of the dudes are back home in the, like their home countries, or you know, you know for this most of the summer. Um, not all, but a, a lot. Um, and so it's just very interesting that you know he's stuck around. He's been working at, ever since the season ended. Um, it's not because what was going on in his mind that time. It doesn't just magically end after like the season's over, too, right? So you know, I'm really looking forward to how Backstrom can get Elvis's groove back.
0: And um, he, he already has a track record because he's been working with the Blue Jackets since the 2019-2020 season. So he already kind of, to a certain degree, kind of already has a track record on some of these goalies that the Blue Jackets have, whether that be Elvis Merzlikens, Jonas Corposalo, when the Blue Jackets had Jonas Corposalo, Danil Tarasov. Of course, you know they picked two goalies yeah.
1: recently. Well, so it's in like, 2021, he was a scout, yeah, not just the development coach.
0: As but the, and then they picked two last draft, 2022 draft. They picked a draft pick, picked the goalie. This draft pick another goalie. So it's like he does have some insight on some of these goalies, yeah. and he's obviously, as the numbers show, he has a history of being good at at goalie when he played. Most importantly, he was just really good with the Wild for years up in Minnesota. So it's like be interesting to see if he can just share some of his stuff and get Merzlikens to just get back to what he was. Because during the 2019-2020 to 2020 season, there was a stretch there from like December to January of that season where he was just really good. And a big reason why the big reason why the blue jackets kind of went on a big run there and then and then that stretch there yeah. and getting this first ever shut out winning like you know goalie it was like goalie of like uh the week or something like that yeah and just like really something good really right. good goalie play and it's a big reason why the blue jackets made the playoffs that year and you know knocking out toronto so yes. it's like and since then, it's mostly been bad, but like he's had some good moments as well. So it's like if we can get the guy that's shown the good moments plus the 2019, 2020 Elvis Merzlikens, we'll be okay. Even if we get average at best, Elvis Merzlikens will be okay. We'll be okay, right. we'll be okay it'll be, it'll, because yeah. we're bringing in a more, you know, more. St- defense more defensive structure yeah. under bad
1: yeah. a little bit more size you know a little, a little more bit, size uh, so better uh better yeah. even like puck handling skills because defensemen don't have to near as much as a forward does but they do yeah. have to yeah. you, like that was one thing i said this year all, all the whole time was one of the biggest issues i had with this last year's team and i this is part of what i, I lay on larson for this is them not being able to connect their passes hardly at all. It was a lot of their game was a dump and chase the entire season. Like you can, you can do that if you're, if it's working for you, but like you need to be able to work as a full team and be able to get tape to tape. Like so many leading passes, just give it right back to the other team. And you know, it happens. It's hockey. It's ice. It's a hard game, but just the how often it happened last year mm-hmm. um and how big of an issue that that I thought that that really was it's, and yep and, and, and see to play that disciplined, that type of
0: that aggress, that type of grinded out aggressive dump and chase style can work and it can be so perfect if done well if you have the guys to do that it can the, also hurt the, you. If you don't have the guys to do that, the blue I mean, yeah, if the blue jackets, they had under John Tortorella, they had those guys to play that aggressive style of Fulino, yeah, Boone Jenner in the whole bit. And that's a, a big reason why they knocked out Tampa Bay and Toronto in the playoffs. But if you yeah. don't have those guys to play that aggressive dump and chase grind it out style, it ain't going to work for you. And you need to say, okay, it's okay to do this sometimes, but you need to find yeah. something else. A nice
1: balance. Because yeah. it was so many times they'd they dump and then like two or three would commit hard and they would and the other team would just get the puck right back, get get it right back and and, and have a pass and a counterattack because three are committed, it'd be a three on two or a three on one. And it's like it just felt like hitting my head against the wall over and, over and over and over. And it's just, ah, so anyway, but hopefully that gets a little bit worked out here with Bobcock too. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, but I'll, anyway, better I'll, defensively. That's what we're doing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, if any of you people out there, you make a comment and I like it, I'm going to leave it up for the rest of the show. Like I did last week with the Adam Fantilli. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah, just throwing it out there, you know, for you people yep. watching live, if you make a comment that and I like it, it's good. Yeah, it will be up <laughs> here for the rest of the show.
1: So. Um, so a couple interesting um, signings this weekend. Um, these are confirmed. So the latest transactions we talked about last week, um, Olivier, Carson Meyer, Fix Lansky uh, and Marcus Bjork all got extensions um now we add Tim
0: Bernie to that list as he got a contract
1: yes th- yes Tim Bernie yeah 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 I didn't add that one yet so here's the thing though we have a couple who have left yep. and a couple who I liked Justin Richards he's signed by the, the Buffalo Sabres now yeah um Lane uh Patterson, who we picked up picked up off the of waivers last year yeah. It's kind of weird that like we picked him up, but then, like we've been talking about this whole time, there's only so many spots. Right. He's a fantastic player. I mean, he made it to the NHL, right? right? He's a good player. Um, But like, there's just so many spots. Um, He's playing currently. He signed with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, Then, of course, uh, Adam Fantilli is joining. And the last, but definitely not least, is the wonderful uh, Gavin Bayruther. Defenseman um, team, he signed with the Dallas Stars. So interesting. Uh, best of luck to all of those guys. Uh, I really appreciate the work that they put in for this Blue Jackets team. Um, even if we may have seen some of them more on like the Monsters, but like they they stepped in when they were needed. And whether or not we won, we needed them. We really needed them there for that. Um, and 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 they were here. They showed up um so yeah that that definitely takes away a little bit of some of the pressure because now we don't have uh, uh Petterson and i'm sorry it, it's peterson peterson's a totally different one Yeah. um so peterson and uh is it Petter? it looks like peterson anyway whatever and, right. and bayreuther uh right. those take two guys out who were questionable like will they won't they beyond like the big lot like the the team lineup uh will they won't they be mostly on the monsters type type stuff cuz uh I think Justin Richards was like just a monsters player for the most part. Yeah. Um and he came up with this, and there's so many injuries. Um,
0: I do I do have to I do have to give a shout out to Lane uh Patterson because cuz he I posted something on the Brew jacket's oh, yeah. Instagram page on our story and one day i go to check it to see how well it did and i look at the list of people who saw it and lane patterson was one of those people who saw it we didn't that's tag him cool. we didn't tag him in anything but he saw no. it so it's like shout out to you lane patterson that's Dude. pretty cool that a blue jackets player saw our stuff so
1: that makes me think about what i say sometimes though too like like cuz like what you know i honestly i'm i'm a fan i'm going to be a fan no matter what but like i'm going to be critical because uh, I think that's with anything, like you got to be critical in order to improve. I mean, they're not listening to me as a coach, but you know, uh, I'm being critical too as a talking head here on a show. Um, and, and I, I really like uh, like get my opinion out there too, seeing yeah. who else agrees with me. I
0: mean, and, and like the hockey guy, he's done videos on this where he talks about where he's made videos about how he said something about a team or a player, and then yeah. that that player has actually come back to him and said, well, I don't like how you said that. And he's, and he's like, and then he said, Oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't
1: play better. That. Huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is, but, but he's like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And now he just doesn't do that as much. Right.
1: As he right. He
0: doesn't right. want that.
1: Let me check something real quick. Just one more thing. So, um, Yes, Tim Bernie, who was a restricted free agent, he got a qualifying offer. He signed it then, right? He did With qualifying offer. Okay, so um, that is all the UFAs and RFAs uh, that the Jackets had left at all. Um, three signed somewhere else. One signed back here. I, I'm I'm very curious to see um, how Tim how Tim Bernie develops even more. I mean, being able to like. Um, you know, work with people like um, Berensky, Severson and Provorov, I really think that Tim Burney is going to step up with that. And I think there's going to be a jostle with um, three dudes this year. specifically three, right. If not more, because we have other defensemen possibly joining, right? Um, between Burney, Blankenberg, and Peek. So and you're if you chair. ask me, Who's getting the job right now? Andrew Peak. Yep, it's got to be. He's the. He's played. We know what well he is. At times. We
0: know what he is, and he's shown what he can do, and you yep. like it. Yeah. So, and you're a check coming. We. This is the thing: is a lot of these guys, they better realize that. You better take this opportunity now, because if you don't, you may never get that opportunity again, because someone else is going to take that spot. Yeah. So this, and I was thinking about this about Jack Rosolvic, because then even before they got Fantilli, I'm looking at like, even with like Voronkov coming and Texier coming back, and all these other guys coming back, it's like you've shown some good stuff, Rosolvic, but. You better take a hold of this opportunity because if you don't, someone else is going to take it. Well, now that the Blue Jackets got Adam Fantilli, that just made it even harder for him. Like he still has that shot, but it's even harder now because now you it's Vronkamp, it's Texier, it's this guy, it's that guy. And you throw in Fantilli and it's like, man, you better step that fucking thing up.
1: Yeah. We're going to take the best of the best because no ask, I guarantee
0: Because the blue jackets are at a point now. It's like, we can't necessarily wait for you anymore. You've done some good stuff. You can be a good player. Yeah. We like you, but we can't just keep, you know, doing this. We just yeah. can't keep, just can't keep doing this anymore. And another thing that I've been thinking about is that a lot of people,
1: Hey, Mason, what's up? Hey, this is one of my friends who came in from town this weekend I was talking about. What's up, up, Mason? Hope I'm you're doing there. well. Hope you're safe and sound back at home. <laughs> yes.
0: Hello there, Mason. Sorry, continue.
1: Sorry, continue.
0: That's it. No, no, that's okay. Hello there, Mason. And another thing I've been thinking about, because a lot of people are like, oh, how how come the Blue Jackets aren't doing anything in free agency? It's like, well, first off, what money, what cap space did they got in the first place? On top right. of that, it's like, they, where would they fit that person to begin with? The only thing I would say is probably another comment from Mason here.
1: Oh, A.O. and good, good to hear, man. I'm glad you made it back. I'm glad your flight went well. Anyways. That's excellent.
0: Um, I would say that you know you have to think about before Fantilli and after Fantilli. Before Fantilli, the likelihood of them trying to get a stopgap center for a year or two is much more likely. Getting yeah. Fantilli now – I I still think it's a possibility, but now that you have Fantilli, I don't think as as big of an issue. The only yeah. reason I see you would get it is that you get someone mm-hmm. to be there for like a year or two, just in case for so you, when Fantilli for just to give Fantilli a chance to settle in, and then when he's ready, then you can bump you know bump him. Yeah. But I just don't not as big of an issue now that you got Fantilli. The only thing
1: I would it's say, Marchenko to think about too, like yeah, Marchenko too, Sheinikov, Sheinikov,
0: oh all these guys. The only oh thing my. I would say that they're most likely probably going to get if they do get something in free agency is probably a goalie, just so that they have something, so that they yes. don't have to pull yes. up, so that they are locking
1: depth, depth, so experience, depth too.
0: You need a goalie that you can get so that you don't have to pull up jet Greaves if something happens.
1: Yeah, because also, hey, that's another couple that actually went somewhere else, right? Um, John Gillies. He's gone. He's gone. I don't think he's hired anywhere else. But Michael Hutchinson also hasn't been hired yet by anyone else, right? Um, But But Blue Jackets legend, Jonathan Quick. Picked up a contract. Um, he is now playing with the um I'm losing it. Did he sign with uh Anaheim? The Rangers. The Rangers, dude. That could be really good for him. That could be really good for Jonathan Quick. I mean, he's you know getting up there a bit as far as hockey players go. He's definitely not an old man, but um, yeah. So um, so I want to mention something real quick. Um at byron m bader that's b-y-r-o-n-b-a-d-e-r he is the creator of hockey prospecting uh you can check it out on HockeyProspecting.com. prospecting.com this is not an ad for him i'm sharing that because i'm about to use uh i'm about to reference his graphic and i like it uh, not just because my team's number one but here we go let's check it out um so yeah. I, uh, you can check it out on my personal uh, – I think I shared it on the Blue Jackets one as well. So according to HockeyProspecting.com, NHL team prospect pool strength ratings from July 2023. And overall rank number one and skater rank number one, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um. Which is awesome. I believe it. I believe in it too. Like, because here's the thing: they actually compared to so difference from previous rank. So the the difference from the rank last year, guess what it is? Zero. They're number one last year too in prospects. That's so it's different than winning games and being good. <laughs> like, but still we're number one something, right? Um, and so uh, you know, very interesting. The lowest rank we have at all is the depth NHLers rank. Um, yeah, we're at eighth. Um, and yeah, so, uh, excuse me. Uh, and our goalie uh, rank is five two, So like we're okay. far from what's considered the bottom, uh, as far as hockey prospects go, the team in last place currently is the Boston Bruins. Mm. Um, makes a lot of sense. They are they're in the win now. They're, they're at last place in every single category here. <laughs> let's go mace number one something let's go yeah hey it's something to, to, to be excited about because otherwise it's losing season yeah, we'll, we'll not talk about it anymore we lost <laughs> we get over it it's the way she goes yeah, yeah. um but yeah so so just real quick just to like show some more comparisons um boston bruins new york islanders vancouver canucks pittsburgh penguins um and the uh, edmonton oilers that's your bottom five and you can see that they're good teams. They've all had, had good re- records recently. I mean, they all got pretty far into it. Mason says, "The whoa, the Bruins have really dropped off, huh? Yes. Well, kind yes, of. It, they it, had it, the it, best it, season in the NHL last year. But, like, because of this, because of their prospects, they're looking at a tough grind the next, like, three to four years, five years. They're going to have to get good draft picks. They're going to have to develop talent that they don't even have. Like, so that's why I'm, uh, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm so all in on the Blue Jackets. Not just because they're my team, but because of this uh, specifically, right. like the the prospect pool they have. All other NHL coaches know it. Other NHL players know it. Gaudreau knew it. Um, you know, uh, Babcock knew it. He, they know what they're getting into. That's why they're not afraid. Like that's why they're like, yes, I'm signing here. Yes, I'm gonna coach here. And so. Just wanted to bring that up real quick at the end there. Uh, top five real quick, uh, Blue Jackets, uh, the Montreal Canadiens, Philadelphia Flyers, Anaheim Ducks, and Buffalo Sabres. The one I'm scared of most out of all those five, the Buffalo Sabres, because they're already damn good. And uh, they have a really nice prospect. Um,
0: and that's the thing, is that the thing about the Sabres, they've basically been bad for a long time, but they've been in that trajectory where they're slowly going up, up, up. Yes. And this past season, they just missed the playoffs. So now the next question for them is, okay, can you take that next step and get into the playoffs? And, you know, it's kind of a similar thing with the with the Blue Jackets. It's like, okay, you you know, even this past season, it wasn't very good, but there was still some moments where you saw some trajectory going up and you still saw some bright spots. And yeah. over the last, you know, three years or so, you've seen that of just slowly going up. And can you take that next step? to be fighting for a playoff spot and trying to get
1: in. Right. And right. Mike Badcock knocking the door right now. Yeah. Mike
0: Mike Babcock even said in the press conference that if there was no Yarmo and JD, he's not coming to Columbus.
1: Yeah. Well he's known both of them his whole um NFL hey. career as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they've they've been around for a long time, all of them. So that's pretty dope. Um <laughs> hey, now hey, yes. okay, now go thing. ahead. Hey, uh, actually Say uh, whatever you want to say. Uh, I'm going to sign off shortly after that. I'm going to say like one well, more thing. There,
0: well, okay, if you're going to do that, then Go here's what – Okay, if you're going to do that, check your DMs quickly oh, and put the yeah. video up. Because, I'll set this
1: up while you, while you talk.
0: Yeah, because uh, I, I tried playing around with this with the show, and I just couldn't get it to pop up. But, gotcha. Uh,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got you.
0: So do that, Then you, I'll say your things. You can get out of here tonight, then I'll end the show.
1: Um. <clears throat> but um, oh no it's too loud already all right there we go yeah
0: put it up on you know up on the screen and all that
1: oh, okay you want to do it right now
0: yeah let's just share it. Your
1: screen let me get this uh, chrome tab up there it's my twitter share all right um check it out i'm gonna to try to zoom in a little bit here so this is a video so for our audio listeners this is uh a video of kevin's uh uh, the Un- Union blue soldiers which is Kevin uh, how, what helps will run uh, and is uh, a huge part of uh this is of them um, <laughs> I, like the, the, uh, I like the trombone play that's funny this is uh, a video of them uh doing their march to um nationwide arena um for this was was this the uh, um the closure, yeah. the closure, the end, the last uh, game, or is it the first game?
0: So, this video you're seeing up in the screen is actually from our 2019 March. At, uh, because, mm-hmm. As you see, because there's a play hall from ABC Six News, he's there, got the TV camera. The trumpet guy is Stephen, he's a real nice guy. And yeah, he, um, he shows up and plays, you know, music, and he had done some Civil War style music <laughs> and, uh, and, and everything,
1: but um. Oh. This reminds me. This is super random, but a huge shout out to uh, Cannon Crew Dave. Yes, hey, I loved watching at the games. Uh, I really liked your personality uh, at the games and on Twitter and everything. Uh, good luck to you and your all of your future endeavors. He will not be joining the Blue Jackets this no.
0: year. But um, so no, and uh, so as you know, we got the trumpet player Steve, and we got Clay Hall from ABC 6 News that joined us back in 2000. Got
1: Stinger there.
0: Um, not in this video.
1: Oh, not in the video, but he's in the top right picture here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, and then it was just a fun time. Big people showed up. In the top right picture is a picture from the 2021 March we did. And the Blue Jackets joined us for some fun.
1: Oh, that's and, why there's so many masks.
0: <laughs> and uh, Stinger, and Stinger, Stinger was there, so that was fun. The bottom left picture is a picture from the 2019 March. Bottom right picture is picture from 2017 March.
1: <laughs> nice. So, um, uh,
0: basically, so this upcoming October 12th is the Blue Jackets home opener. We're having another... Also,
1: the one and only Adam Fantilli's birthday.
0: Right, right. Adam Fantilli's birthday. He's so, uh, this, up- this upcoming October 12th, it's Thursday, October 12th, 2023. Having another March to cheer on the Blue Jackets. So I encourage everyone to come join me and everyone else from Uni Blue Soldiers. And yeah. we're going to march on the Nationwide Arena to uh, cheer on the Blue Jackets. And um, oh, yeah. there may or may not be a fun surprise there. You know, you just gonna have to go there. You know? maybe.
1: And they are playing the – playing the Flyers first game out? Yes. Okay, yeah, first game is going to be against the Flyers. So that's going to be yes. a cool one cool one to uh, attend check it out um these are awesome um while there's no real affiliation between um union blue soldiers and the jack like not an official no 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 like they're not partnered or anything but they do help out in some ways advertising this not in some way they they help out advertising it as you can see stingers there and some other um you know uh like I said, they're not associated, but like they do help out. Which no, is no, so you're cool you're to me. Know,
0: you're right, Happy Duck. I have so how the Blue Jackets have gotten involved because the social media marketing department, which is a real real group of nice, great people, nice
1: some people. awesome people out there. I they, do. They are. they are. I love all the 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 social media stuff from from the Blue Jackets. Yeah, it's all they are. such good quality, and they, it's,
0: they are it's funny good. times. It's, yeah. Great. They are they're The social media marketing people for the Blue Jackets, they're a great group of nice people, they're fun to work with. And in 2021, they came to me and said, hey, we see this marks that you're doing. We want to do it with you. And, you know, through Zoom meetings and phone calls, we worked something out. And that's how Stinger and all those other guys showed up and they put it on TV and they promoted it all over social media. They've
1: had a video of it on the big screen inside, yep. you know, yep. the hype video. It's-
0: This past this past season, if you went to a Blue Jackets game, you probably saw my face on the scoreboard because they took a clip from last October's March and they put it up on, you know, the scoreboard. (laughs) So, you know, working with the Blue Jackets, social media marketing people, they're a lot of fun and they're good people to work with. And the thing about it is that they legitimately care. They want to get Blue Jackets fans involved in a whole bunch of other stuff. They and they really the want to market yeah. the Blue Jackets and they want people to get involved and get the Blue Jackets name out there. And it's a total credit to them because they weren't always like that. But in more recent years, they've been so much better about, about that, about getting people involved with Blue Jackets yeah. themed events. It's really credit mm-hmm. to them it's fun to work with. That's dope. Well, hell yeah but i'm well, um, cool
1: i'm excited for that i'm excited for next year already but like the, then alone like, I, like something like this I, I i'm really excited to to be able to uh get there this next year um it's gonna be on thursday which is whatever i'll better so
0: yeah it's, listen, no i know that it's feeling because you something. know i know that feeling because you know i live in illinois and there's been times where it's like, oh, it's on a Thursday. Well, oh well, I guess I'll just show up then. It would rather be on like a weekend, but you know, definitely. It, it, <laughs> but it it's is, but a
1: home opener too, so there will it be. Is
0: what it is, but but, but you know, it's the whole It is what it is, and you just do it. You do the long drive, and you just get down there, even if it's on a Thursday or something. And you know, you you do, you just do it. You just do it. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'll check out the March. Go check out the March, and uh, as always, you know. Gotta,
1: you can uh, check uh, out more info on it and keep up to date with it at uh at the UB at, at the UB Soldiers. Yes, the letter sir. U, the letter B soldiers. Yes, um, check out Blues. yep,
0: yep, yep, check out but be U careful because it might
1: be one of your six hundred tweets you're allowed to view today. Well, don't get me started. Sorry, I didn't mean to mention you even mention it. But, you I know, want to talk about it.
0: Admittedly, I haven't had as big of an issue with that, but, you know, yeah,
1: me either. But, Honestly, I don't like, yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, check out Uni Blue Soldiers and all social media platforms and join us for a march on Friday, on Ooh. Thursday, October 12th, 2022, as we have march on the Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Blue Jackets and, um, you know, the whole rebuild thing, you know, we kind of hope that the Blue Jackets take a similar path that the Reds are taking because, they're yeah. kind of a young up-and-coming team as well. And yeah. no and no one thought that they would be this good this season. But you know what? Their young talent is starting to show what they're like. Yeah. And they're being more yeah. and more good. So you kind of hope that the Blue Jackets take a similar path of what the Reds are
1: taking yeah. this season. Well, and, 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 you know, that's kind of what the guards uh, were last year. They ended yep. up, like, like, winning the division. Like oh, That's so cool. I got to be at that game. Um, but, yeah, young talent. They're finally, like, they're putting – Value on these guys, like from the get go, so that's really cool. But
0: uh, uh, yeah, so check out Uni Blue Soldiers okay. and check out our march. Do it! Do nope, it. yes. I'm
1: excited. Uh, anything else you got you want to say yet? <clears throat>
0: um, no, well, the Blue Jackets have Adam Fantilli.
1: No, what <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. I, I know,
0: I know, I know it's gonna be news good. to me, it's it, it's gonna <laughs> be good, but um or one day close to the to the blue jacket's coming back so that's going to be great and yep. uh yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. that is that is good that is that is uh that that is good sweet and uh i may or may not have some fun surprises to share but i can't do that yet <laughs> not, All right. All not, right. not 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 publicly
1: <laughs> i know we to get a little bit closer but
0: not, not publicly. I can't say that publicly. Really?
1: It can be fun, anyways. Well, if you got nothing else, I'll go ahead and sign off the show unless you got something.
0: Yeah. You, well, check. People should check out your art. It's really fun. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah thank you. You can find me on Twitter at hefty duck. You can find me um, on Instagram uh, at hefty duck, and you can find the Brew Jackets on Instagram. Yes. At Great. the Brew Jackets, right? Because I wanted Brew Jackets, but someone else took
0: it, so it's the Brew Jackets.
1: It might actually have been this podcast like months ago, but I don't,
0: yeah, I don't remember is. So,
1: <laughs> Whatever. Um, well, hey, that's cool anyway. Um, so this has been a, uh, another episode of the Brew Jackets podcast. Thank uh-huh. you all for joining us, whether you're watching on yeah. video, whether you're listening on audio, Spotify, uh, Apple, whatever. Uh, wherever you are, um, you know, if you want to, uh, support us, the, the absolute most best way to support us is by, you know, giving us a rating, uh, a like, a comment, whatever. Um, we really appreciate all the support. Um, I've been seeing, uh, a lot of, a lot of interaction here lately. Uh, and it's, it's off season. So like that, that stokes me out. I, I'm excited to, to do the rest of the summer, uh, uh, podcasting. I'm excited to, um, uh, to, for next season then as well too uh i decided to, to hopefully grow some more by then too i that would be awesome um and uh yeah. man i was gonna say something else that i totally kind of forgot i'm blank i'm really tired still from this from this whole week it's been rough um but yeah we all we appreciate y'all like subscribe all the things mm-hmm. we are just signing off here uh matt just asked if we're still on do we keep clicking the same thing? You click it. There we go. All right. One we were both click, double clicking. <laughs> No, that's we correct. were
0: both clicking on it at the yeah, same time. So drive. it was
1: disappearing. that's what we were still on. Oh, we're just about to about I mean, like you
0: could, me. I mean, Matt, you could come hang out with us in the after show. Just you just wouldn't be able to do the show. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, just got home. all oh, right right on, right on. We did it again. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yes, like I said, I appreciate all of the um the support out there from everyone it's been a great um, great time so far we can't wait i can't wait to bring some more podcasts to y'all and also one last thing so this saturday july 8th join us live at 10 p.m. for brew jackets after dark 10 p.m. eastern that is or negative four GMT. Um uh but yeah, uh we are starting back up our uh after darks now that uh you know you just got busy. Got busy with it. Uh you know, it's it's really it's it's less brew jackets themed, although we you know we still like the blue the brew the blue jackets, right? Um it's a little bit more random. Uh we we, we, we do hockey-themed things occasionally. Uh, like, we do, like, some raiding, some lists, whatever. So, we're doing that Saturday, this Saturday, actually, July 8th, 10 p.m. Be there, be square, bring your own BYOB, bring your own beer. Um, and uh, if anyone wants to join us, hey, it, you're free to. We'll probably post the, the link to join, like, here. Like, you can be on screen with us. I'll post that link on Twitter. Yeah. So – Well, we might get an interesting podcast with some interesting people. Um, But any case, just wanted to get the word out there about that. Otherwise, this has been another edition of the Brew Jackets episode 46 in our first season. I can't believe we've gone that long um, and I cannot wait to do some more. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Uh, We will see you here in just about a... Oh, actually... Uh, in a few days i was about to say in a week but we'll see you here in about three days have a good one. Yeah. S- see ya